We strive to make this podcast and story a safe and inclusive place for as many listeners as possible. So if we've missed any content warnings, please feel free to let us know. Content warnings for this episode include Mature Themes. The world is a weird and wild place. But even now, there are men who seek to tame it by any means necessary. Hatred is spreading throughout the land, covering it with fear and blood. Masquerading as propaganda for safety, darkness is spreading, consuming those who do not fit with the natural order. Infecting the streets with political grandstanding, they have set their sights on the highest office. Bounty hunters with badges try and keep the promises of a dead man, but the weight of death clings to their steps. Their rage is palpable, and revenge is consuming. Two decades have passed since the gateway between this world and a world of unbridled madness was opened. The door stands open still, and the wilds are slowly seeping in, searching out the ones that freed them from their cage. This is the Feywild West. We are the nightmares they want you to fear. We are the dead man's promise. Let's be legendary. God, I hope he doesn't do something stupid. I hope he does. It's more fun that way. <laughs> he just strikes me as the type to get into trouble. Doesn't he, though? I don't know where I get that idea, but I get the same idea. Kind of a troublemaker. Yeah. I think I'm going to run really quick. All right. You'll be all right? Of course. All right. I won't be long. I just... Just be careful. Take Cortez with you. You can always watch. You could always watch. I'm going to read my card, so. Alright. Alright, to go back in the house. Is there anyone in the front room? The mayor is there, just kind of. I've let you in that I've been, like, buttering him up. Like, oh, to yes, be our yes, friend, yes, yes, basically. Yes. <laughs> As representatives of the DMP. Alright, of course, of course. I'm not that stupid. Okay. Alright, well, I'm, no, I'm shuffling my cards. The Page of Pentacles is uh, the card of... I'm, saying this, I'm not saying this out loud, but uh, I'm saying it for, the, for our listeners. The Page of Pentacles is a card of dreams and the desire to, ma- desire to manifest those dreams into the material world. You may be in the midst of a new project, such as a hobby, business venture, or the beginning of a new educational experience. In any case, the page is a sign of enthusiasm and desire focused around a goal or a dream. The card does not indicate the fulfillment of dreams as much as the initial motivation and energy to begin the process of creating those dreams in reality. So it is a project. I can hold it up. You need to draw more. The Two of Wands. Future planning, progress, decisions, discovery. The Eight of Cups. Escapism, disappointment, abandonment, wisdom. My cows are being sassy to me again. Oh, I see. So I draw three cards and I put them in front of me and I frown at them. <laughs> What's that? 
Just looking for an intuitive nudge in the right direction, I suppose. But I... They are not making any sense, though. Would you like me to read your cards, Mayor? Why not? At this point, he is a little toasty. Yes. Do you have a, do you have a question to ask the cats? He is pretty toasty. Mm-hmm. Thanks for a second. Am I going to get reelected after this mess? Justice. <laughs> hmm. You will be judged fairly, and um, you will get what you deserve, whatever that may be. The Seven of Wands. Hmm. It may be difficult after all of this, as um, this card represents a struggle and the Queen of Swords. However, if you think quickly and are organized and perceptive, you cannot change what you have done. Whatever that may have been to uh, either exacerbate this problem or to uh, to endure it. But what you can do is be very strategic and careful moving forward. Make the best of your platform, make the best of your power now, and things will come out fairly. But do not try and diminish what has already happened. That's a hell of an answer. <laughs> I was just looking for a yes or no. Oh, only things was that easy. <laughs> As for me, they told me I need to stop trying to escape. Escape why? The real world. For some place that is softer and more chaotic and dreamlike. Not sharp and sterile. She gets quiet. Mm. She glares at her cards, thanks, dead. <laughs> ah, well. I should know better than to look to uh, the Undertaker for coddling or comfort. He is a very um, straightforward deity. Solemn and straightforward. I, I had heard you. You were a cleric of the Undertaker. Mm -hmm. Indeed I am. And it is by his grace that we are all alive. People always talk of the grace of the mother. <laughs> well, I think they could do to respect the grace of the Undertaker a bit more. Uh, I think I shall turn in. Is there a bed or do I have couch? You may sleep on the sofa if you wish, but there is also my son's room. Oh. You're welcome to. Is he gonna mind? Oh, he is away at school. Oh, okay. Right, thank you. You're welcome. Makes his way up. Will you be needing anything else, Mayor? Uh, thank you. No. All right. A reminder to put a bottle of water and some aspirin by his bed. <laughs> 
Um, so I'm pissed. Yeah. I'm really pissed. Yeah. And I've probably had a short rest since then. Yeah, yeah. I just run until I can't run anymore. Okay. The cool dark night with the waning moon above. Nothing much seems to happen. You see a couple of nighttime animals as you're running, but yeah, I don't. I just, I just go until I'm exhausted. Yeah, and then I'll, I'll walk back. Okay. Get it out of my system. Before she comes back, after the mayor has gone to sleep, I'm sitting in the front room and I'm looking at the door. Just staring it down, sinking barely, sharply. And I get up. And I sit back down, never mind. Well, he eventually comes back. Just. Yeah. The run did exactly what she hoped it would do, which was tire her out enough to actually, like, calm down, mm-hmm. which did. Um, but she's probably on watch now. Okay. So. Um, Are you alright? Uh, yeah, I'm better. Just needed to run out the rage, I suppose. The rage of the wolf? <laughs> no, just rage of me. <laughs> but I'm on watch, so get some sleep. Alright. Any of these little piss ants still awake? One of them. Cool. The entire time? Uh Uh-huh. I don't blink that often, but I just stare at this guy Uh and clean my guns. It's not long before he's just like squirming in his seat. Just staring at, I don't like, I don't look away. Like even if I blink a few times, I'm not looking at anything else. Uh I'm literally just dead straight on looking at him, cleaning the guns that I've had for here. Cleaning retribution specifically from memory, because I've had him so long. Uh-huh. I'm just staring at him. Every now and then, my eyes kind of glowing a little bit glowy, but not too terribly much. What do you want? Do I need to want something? He just looks away. Question is, what do you want? I don't want to die. That's not up to me. I'm sure the people you killed didn't want to die either. Is this Sam? I'll say yeah. Why'd you join the 42nd Sam? What was in it for you? Money was good. At least that's why I started. Once you join, they start selling you pretty quick on this idea of protecting the district. Sounds like a good thing. I've done things. I've done things I am proud of. But I always thought it was right, necessary. At first when I did them. I did them because 
Like I said, the money was good. Who cares if we harmed a couple of uh, folks that just got in the way. But then they sell you more on this idea of protecting the, the district, the world. I don't know, it, it changes something in your head. You don't see individual people. At least, you don't, don't care, because what's one person to the district? Who makes up the district? People. Individuals. They are the district. Put it like that, it sounds so goddamn simple. When they put it their way, it sounds so goddamn simple. Of course it does. They've got an agenda. What's yours? Mine? Three individuals murdered my family. And my family was a community. A whole community wiped out on the face of the fucking earth. Their bones are still lying on the ground. Actually, I've got my yeah. my father's tooth or claw. Hold it up. This is all I got left. I hold it up. It's from my. It's kind of dangling from my hand. Mm -hmm. We were part of the district. But that, you are. Oh, go on. Say it. Not normal. Just because I'm not your normal doesn't mean I'm not my normal. I'm perfectly normal to me, to who I grew up with, to my family. Just as you are normal to your parents, siblings if you had them, and to your community. Nobody came in and tried to murder you though, did they? Tricks head. Yeah, that's what I thought. My main goal is to find those three individuals and see that they're brought to justice. After that, well, I suppose I'll just keep doing what a DMP member does. Protecting individuals. Protecting towns. Protecting the district. Penis goes quiet. I don't have any decision in your fate, Sam. If you hang, that was the punishment that was deemed acceptable for your crimes. And you're probably gonna hang for your entire regiment. Bounty's probably gonna be placed on some people's heads. Justice is a slow wheel. For what it's worth, it's easy to brainwash people. I don't know if that makes it easier or, or harder to swallow, but you're definitely not alone. And I kind of nod to the people he's chained up with. How many of the 42nd started out as good men? As good people? Just trying to survive. Money's good. Doing a good thing. And how many of them bought into the lie that an individual doesn't matter as long as it protects the district? Try asking for mercy. Would you give it? Me, personally? I would. 
but it's not my decision. There, there's something that's your decision. Letting you go, letting you escape. Good. No, I can't. There's something else you could do. Which is? You could shoot me. Is that what you want? I don't want to hang. You say you've done bad things? Things you're not proud of? Some. You could try making up for them. Well, like I said, I'm not in charge of your punishment. But I've seen cases where criminals have been brought in and have pleaded quite convincingly for their lives under the one stipulation that they make up for it. He just gets quiet again. The other thing you can do is bargain. That's what? Information. I don't know anything. You don't know who gave you the orders to be down there in the first place? You don't know who put you specifically out there with the orders to hijack? Well, actually, I, I know something. I think I thought you mentioned it. Good. Don't tell me. You find a black pair of boots? I did. You just nods. You've got a bargaining chip. You don't want to die? That's the one thing you got to work with. But don't tell me. Not my decision. He kind of just slumps against the post that you have him chained to. Let's be real. On what I've done on this mission alone, I'm not getting out of this alive. The boots. Knock twice on the right boot when you're wearing them. Alright. What's inside should be enough. Nine inside. <laughs> I'm trying to see what? Um, I was just seeing if he was like lying or whatever. Can't really tell. I'll do that. I'll talk to the man about making it quick. Thanks. At this point, uh, Willard comes out to take his turn on the watch. Before I go in, I grab some water from the well and, like, in some kind of cup or something, yeah. and I give it to Sam. I don't know if we fed them or not, but he, water. <laughs> yeah, he thanks you. And then I head upstairs, and uh, do these boots need attunement? Nope. I do what he said. Okay. You put them on, 
knock twice on the side of the right boot, and a compartment, a magical compartment on the side of the boot opens up. Oh. Completely undetectable. Oh, cool. Aside from when it's activated. Cool. Is there anything in there? Reaching inside some chiefs of parchment. Oh, shit. Are you still awake? I am asleep. Okay. I'll look at what I got. Written orders from Sergeant Constance Melody to patrol the area south of Crankshaft and to waylay and raid anybody trying to make their way along the road. And that's signed by her? Signed by her. And it's sealed with both the 42nd Insignia and the Venasi Insignia. Roll those up. Can't think of anything else, so I guess I go to sleep. As you get, as you come back, I wake up. Is everything all right? Yeah, everything's fine. What time is it? It's late. I just finished my watch. Go back to sleep, darling. All right. And I'm. Are you out? Yeah, I just got done with a run. I just, yeah, I'm done. I'm out. It's been a shitty day. <laughs> I had a shit ass day. And I look at you for a while. Do not go back to sleep. I look at you and I narrow my eyes. And then I very, very carefully get out of bed. I don't think you, you can probably trampoline out. I'm just going to be like, I did parkour out of bed. Yeah, just <laughs> not even gonna, nothing. I parkour out of bed and then launch a locket when I land on the floor. Yeah. All right. Yes, I do that. I grab my coat and I put it on. And then still being very loud with some pots and pans now. <laughs> no. Yeah, 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 we yeah. got guests. Yeah. I'm just saying like I personally wouldn't. Well, I'll stop after I've got, no, okay. So I very quietly leave the room and go downstairs. Is anyone up? No. Everybody's pretty well asleep. Drunk. Uh, yeah. I believe currently on watch is Willard. Yeah. But Will he is in the stables, right? Yeah, he is out in the stables. So yeah. he's, he cannot see me. No. All right. I go to the front door and I look at it. You said the door would always be there. I close my eyes. And I put my hand on the doorknob. I turn it and I push it open. What do I see? Pushing the door open and opening your eyes. You see the glade. I was really proud of me, was really hoping this, that would not happen and said to me, oh, well, I tried. Good night. <laughs> um, what time of day is it? It's night. Is, okay. I don't step through the door right away. I wait for a moment, but then I step through and close the door behind me. Mm -hmm. Is the moon? 
in the same waning position it was? No. And as you look up into the sky, the moon is there, full, brilliant, taking up a quarter of the sky. It's either much closer or much larger in this realm. I look at the moon for a while, then I look down, sort of stealing myself. I say very quietly, are you here? I am. Do I see him? You do. He's in his usual spot of the gnarled tree roots that form almost a throne in the base of one of the trees. He smiles, his golden eyes almost illuminating the space around him. It's late. Yes, it is. And I take a few steps up to him. Not right in front of him, but... Mm -hmm. And I look at him. You promised Talia three heads. He nods. Then why is it that every time we seem to be getting closer to one of those three heads that you promised Talia, they just become further and further away? He looks down at his nails and just examines them. Of course he would. Of course he would. You're terrible cuticles, you should really use nail oil. (laughs) I gave her the means to acquire what she wants. The means shall provide the opportunity, just as I said. And yet it has not. I fold my arms, trying to look threatening in my ball of five foot two, and in my underwear. But I'm gonna go, go down, so it's. It's better. It's it's, it's totally not better. It it makes it worse. But whatever. He's sitting in the... Sitting is the wrong word. He is lounging. Reclining. He is sitting sideways with his legs on one of the arms and just kind of leaning back across the other. Uh And... As he looks at you, he smiles and swivels around to sitting in a more upright position, but then he just kind of leans forwards. What do you know about that gun? What has she told you? What has Talia told me? At this point, I look away as trying to think. That it speaks to her, that... It is granting her its power. And that it has a list. That it does. I look back at him. I raise an eyebrow. You are aware 
It used to belong to the old god of death. Yes, as you allegedly, as you have told me. It was more a part of the old god of death. The way the old reaper used to work is he had everything worked out in a list. Tables and graphs. He knew the exact millisecond every creature on this planet would die. Being a god, he could be nearly anywhere instantaneous to meet each person as their time came and take their soul, going down and down the list. Everybody's name is on that list at some point. Everybody that was, has been, or will be. That old gun is still going down that list. Waiting until it's in the right place at the right time. And how is this supposed to help? Everybody's on that list. Everyone is on that list. He nods. But we have encountered at least one of the three that Talia is after. Nods again. And the gun has remained silent as far as I know. Shrugs. Must not have been their time. When will their time be? Shrugs. I don't have the list. And at first I am still confused. But then... You mean to tell me... You... His smile goes too wide. She uncrosses her arms. You mean to tell me... You look scared. I am scared. <laughs> you mean to tell me that the three that Talia needs to kill for her revenge, the only way that this gun is going to help is that it has an arbitrary list and that perhaps one of their names will come up. He shrugs. It is an intelligent entity. I cannot speak to any arrangement that she has come to with it on her own terms. But that is not what you promised her. You promised her three heads. He nods. I promised her the means. And I have done that. You. And she looks away as she is putting all the pieces together. You. You tricked her. He remains silent, just smiling. As he sits there, smiling and not answering, I march up to him. Okay. And I slap him. You smack him across the face. Hard. Hard. <laughs> <laughs> Caveat, 
hard. First, it feels like your hand slapped a boulder. I figured it, yes. Mm-hmm. Second, he did not move an inch. His look did go from just his smug ass smile to like as you walking up, just sort of amusement as to oh, what she's, what is she gonna do? And then when you slapped him, it just kind of went to a look of kind of shock and confusion. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what a dude! What a dude! What an absolute dude! Of course it would. But it, it's quickly replaced by just a absolute blankness. Looks you up and down. And smile creeps back into his face. Ow. You may have gotten away with things like this in the past, Plokow. But you just swindled the wrong person. And when you try to come to collect your end of this bargain, you will have me to answer to. Do you understand? Miss Argent. It's Mrs. now. I smirk a little bit. His eyebrow raises. Mrs. Argent Cray. That's better. My deal is between me and your wife. When I come to collect, and I will, it will be between me and your wife. And if you wish her to come away from her end unscathed, I suggest you not only suggest her compliance, but aid her in her endeavors. He's still sitting. Mm -hmm. I lean over, I put one hand on the tree, and I get really close to him. You should be careful who you threaten. And then I turn, then I straighten up and turn away back to the door. As you turn and start walking, he calls out after you. Why did you come here, Mrs. Argent Gray? And I stop to seek answers for the one I love. Is that all? Is there anything else of worth here? You keep coming back, opening doors. I might not see every time you do, but I can feel when something crosses. You've been opening doors all over. Why do you keep coming back, Mrs. Argent Gray? My hands curl into fists and I look up at the moon. I say nothing. 
you hear his voice a bit closer. I don't turn around. Always coming back. From when you were little till now. Took some time, but you came back. You always leave, but you always come back. Why do you come back? Do you have something to say? You don't have to leave. Why would I want to stay here with something like you? There may be something like me in here, but there's all sorts of other things out there. Harsh, sharp, painful. Here though, everything is simple. I highly doubt that. I can't tell a lie. So you claim. Have I ever? I don't answer. You could stay, Miss Argent. It's Mrs. now. So you say. Stay, you never have to leave again. Why should I listen to you? After everything that you've done. You don't need to listen to me, Mrs. Argent Grey. At this point, he's like, he is right behind you. All you gotta do is listen to yourself. I march straight for the door and I go through it without a look back. You open the door and close it, and you're back in your house. And I lean my back against the door and kind of slump down. I put my head in my hands. I will find a way to make you suffer. Then I get up and I go back quietly to bed. I check on you. Um, I'm out. <laughs> I'm dead to the world. I sit next to you and just look at you for a while. And my hand down your face. Then I snuggle up to you and try to go back to sleep. When you snuggle up, I kind of, not really wake up, but I curl. Like, kind of bring you mm -hmm. into my arms. Mm -hmm. And I just try to sleep. But I probably have an out time getting to sleep. As, as you cuddle up to Talia, the moonlight that comes in from the mural outside illuminates the arm that's wrapped around you with the twisted barbed wire tattoos and the singular scar dot 
on her arm. And I just pull her close out. And I say, I'm going to save you. Thank you so much for supporting Let's Be Legendary podcast. If you're enjoying our story, please take a moment to rate and review on iTunes. You'd be surprised how much this helps others to find us. For news and extra content, visit our website at letsbelegendarypodcast.com or follow us on Facebook at Let's Be Legendary and Twitter at Let's Be Legend Pod. We also spend a lot of time in our Discord server, so please feel free to stop in and say hello. Links are in the description and on our website. For more content from our crew, consider supporting us on Patreon. You'll get to listen to episodes two days before the general public, exclusive sneak peeks of new art, DMs and players' notes on characters, and access to Bonus Round, a limited, exclusive series run by our patrons. Talia Gray is played by Chris Sass Council, Celine Argent is played by Megzi Sass Council, and our Dungeon Master is Molly Hexcroft. Our producer and editor is Molly Hexcroft, pronouns she, her. Our producer and manager is Jess Richards, pronouns they, them. Our producer, art director, and assistant mixer is Megzi Sass Council, pronouns she, her. And finally, our producer, director, editor, and mixer is Chris Sass Council, pronouns they, them. Credits for music and sound effects are in the description below. Celine's tarot deck is the Marigold deck by Amrit S. Brar, and the tarot guide used in-game can be found at biddytarot.com. Thanks again for listening, and stay legendary.